Hello, friends. My name is Dave Miller. And my name is Niall Spain. And we're your fuck buddies. We are a dating sex advice podcast where we take your sticky, sexy situations and we turn them into sexy, sticky situations. Simply put, we give sex and dating advice. A lot of it comes from questions we find online, and the rest of it comes from our lovely listeners, such as yourself. And then we answer them. I said a lot of it. It sounded like I'm saying the advice comes from you guys. But no, usually it's the questions that come from you guys. It is It the is advice the advice. We don't do anything. No, we, we recycle gotta, it. Yeah. <laughs> we just got to sit here, read posts. It's pretty much just an hour of silence. Yeah, basically. Yeah, we, uh, we sit in the Ouija board and the ghosts of our fans possess us as they astrally jump into our bodies. And then they speak through our mouths, which is why every week we sound like a totally different person. You ever fuck with Ouija boards? Uh, no. I remember I wanted to once and you wouldn't join me. Me? Yeah, remember I lived in my haunted apartment? I don't know if I wouldn't. I probably just wasn't able to. I would have. Mm-hmm. I mean, no although the only time I ever played with a Ouija board was in a barn where a dude hung himself okay. and it caught fire. It's cool. Yeah. It's real <laughs> so, cool. Uh, Did you hear they're uh, they're doing their best to get the Olympic athletes not to fuck? Yes, I've heard that. I, I do want to just make sure it was clear that the Ouija board caught fire and not the, the barn. Oh, that's much more normal. I've heard it's also been disproven that they're giving them like cardboard beds and shit. No, they are legit giving them cardboard beds, but they're uh, they're like eco-friendly and like sturdy and apparently very comfortable. So it's not like as shitty as most people. Uh, well, there was a bed. video of like an Irish gymnastic or something or some gymnast. An Irish gymnastic. I don't know. I'm pretty sure. Maybe I'm just thinking he's Irish because I saw your brother post it. Pretty sure it was your brother who posted it. No. But it was a dude like. Literally, like, doing backflips on it and shit, like, jumping on it. Oh, yeah, they're completely sturdy. They can support up to two people. But yeah. they're usually... That's that's not the thing. The anti-sex beds, that's silly. It's ridiculous. Who would who would not fuck on a bed? Would just fuck on the floor or break the bed? Who cares? Also, are we pretending, like, we don't know that the Olympic Village is literally just, like, the elitist, the most elitist fuck fest ever? Yeah, that's like, there's been times I've considered becoming the Olympic athlete, which is, of course, very possible for me. <clears throat> um, but I just, you know, I would want to get in on that maybe one day. Yeah, I mean, like, there have been so many stories of people being like, yeah, man, it's it's a fucking nightmare. They all get on fucking Tinder and shit, like, crush their, their like, range to... because yeah, they're all beautiful. Yeah. Um, but no, so apparently there's a custom where they get free condoms when they arrive. Um, and Japan are saying that they're going to give them, uh, after the games and not before them, which is a lame effort at best, but yeah, I'm pretty sure some of the most, you know, impressive athletes in the world can afford their own condoms Mm -hmm. or just can have sexy babies. Yeah. That's a weird thing to say. All right. Hit me. No, I'm going to hit you. You ready? Okay. Not Actually, hold on. Before we Ooh. get into this, can we just... I, I do want to bring this up because I've I've been very upset by it. But can we just say fuck the Olympics for a while? Just like we should not be supporting this uh, ass-backwards fucking organization. I, I don't boycott things often. And I don't really care about sports, so this is a pretty easy one for me. But I, I really do want to call on people to not watch the Olympics because, one, uh, the the Olympic like council or whatever the fuck they're called... Uh, is garbage like they do terrible things when they were in vancouver they essentially like put homeless people in concentration camps uh and killed a bunch of fucking dogs they uh and now there's all this shit with um you know telling women what to wear what not to wear it's like the like norwegian 
volleyball team got fined for not wearing bikini bottoms yeah and then someone else was fined for wearing something that was too revealing apparently yes there was like a runner or a sprinter or something uh and i think she was a paralympic who was told that her shorts were too short so it's like hey the olympics fuck off also the thing where it's like they banned a bunch of uh, black athletes, black female athletes, because mm-hmm. their testosterone levels were too high. They banned the the like headgear for uh, swimmers with uh, like afros or whatever, or dreadlocks mm-hmm. or or whatever the the qualification was for the because it was like it's not becoming of the sport. That's it's like fucking dumb. Yeah, it's the, the it's worst so thing is inclusive. I'm, I'm kind of hyped for this year's. Well, not this year's, but the next Olympic because climbing's finally in it and skateboarding. It sucks because I just want to be able to watch something and not be like, cool, I'm supporting assholes. But I can always just watch on YouTube. The X Games ex- like exist, and I'm sure that's probably going to be cooler than fucking the Olympic skateboarding. There's no way it won't be. I can't imagine the X Games being shitty about things. But anyway, yeah, the Olympics sucks. Are you ready? Yep. No, no title. I'm not going to give it to you. Okay. I, 22-year-old female, have been seeing my boyfriend, 21-year-old male, for nearly half a year now. Been official for about three months. We met on Tinder, and from the very first date, he had my heart. He was charismatic, handsome. We literally just walked around town and talked, and I really enjoyed it. He wanted to be exclusive quite quickly, and I was okay with that. I'm not that attractive. I've been told this by others, and I really didn't have many options anyway. Damn. He was was cute, athletic, legitimately someone I would have thought was unattainable in high school. He was the first guy to show that much seemingly legitimate interest and attraction towards me. We definitely did go fast, but the last several months have been wonderful. I fell in love with him quickly, and he also reciprocated that. He has treated me well, apparently hyping me up for his friends, never hesitated to show affection in public, just being an overall great guy. He told me the other day he wanted to tell me something important. Now, historically, when he said that, it's been something good, like him saying I love you for the first time. Okay, hold on. If- hold on. Can I? Get- Is this a she's all that situation? Uh, I doubt it. Okay. Um, I asked him if it was bad news. I always do. And unlike the other times, he dodged the question. He sat down and admitted to me that he'd started a Tinder conversation with me and committed to my to a first date as a joke. Some of his friends were there and he swiped right. So it is a she's all that situation. <laughs> it 100% is. I, every time I see a question that's like a sitcom or a rom-com, I, I just have to bring it in. A few of them are aware of this, which is embarrassing. Some of his friends were there when he swiped right, so a few of them are aware of this, which is embarrassing as hell to me. We said he legitimately ends up liking me during that date, and he does love and care for me. He said nothing he said since about his feelings have been false. He wanted to be honest with me because he sees a future with me. Despite his reassurances, this really sucked to hear. But told by a friend before when I was a teenager, she thought I'd be unapproachable based on appearance alone. Once she had a conversation with me, she realized I was actually all right. So this isn't a revelation I haven't heard before, but hearing it from the person I loved was different. I still love and maybe see a future with him, but my trust in him has been tested by this. I've been bullied as a kid, and I assumed then that when I became an adult, things would get better, but I feel like this reminder that they don't. Not sure how to feel or how I should move forward knowing this information. Uh, how old are they? 21, you said? Uh, 22 and 21, yes. Okay. Um, so I don't... This is tough, because he could have not said anything. Mm-hmm. And... No, but then his his bitter friend in the third act will tell her. 100%. Once they re- once the makeover like to on your part, are you still wearing overalls, glasses and a ponytail? Cuz yeah, if you are, I need to know is this pre-makeover or post-makeover? Yeah. No, okay. So in all seriousness, I think what he did was a very hard thing to do, but I think it was a necessary thing to do because we talk about how Relationships are built on the foundation of trust. And I think if he didn't reveal this to you, I I won't say that what he did wasn't shitty. 
Mm-hmm. Because it definitely is. It's it's a terrible thing to treat someone like the punchline of a joke, mm-hmm. especially someone you don't know at all. Like, yeah. it would have cost him nothing to not do this. Mm-hmm. But I think it is kind of important to be like, hey, so this is the situation. Because for all you know, like five years down the line, the asshole friend is going to be like, isn't it crazy that you met as a joke? Mm-hmm. And that would be a lot worse having had it withheld that time, right? At least it's still early days. So, like, if you decide this is too much for you, you can bail, you know? But it is also telling of his character that he is being honest, even about one of the shittiest things I think you could say to someone. Yeah. And firstly, let's take a minute and realize how shitty that must have been to hear. So, like, by all means, like, feel it. You know what I mean? Whether you decide to move on with this relationship or not, like, you can take a moment and fucking feel out that wound because that that's not nice that's horrible and especially from someone you care about and in this the middle of this like idyllic situation to just have someone shit all over it you know you're allowed to be upset yeah 100%, 100%. you know regardless totally. of us saying it's good that he said it and you know all these things which yeah it is but it's also would have been better if he had not done it in the first place mm-hmm. the honesty was there at, at least you know now and I don't think he would have been with you this long if things weren't serious. In fact, the fact that it started as a joke and got to this point arguably mean it's more serious, you know, because he was starting from like not even a zero, but like a minus, you know what I mean? Like he he had already kind of written you off and then you were so incredible that once he got to know you, he was completely swayed by you, but then also driven to admit that he was an asshole in the hopes of, you know, keeping you around. So go you for being awesome. Yeah, I think you should try to steer yourself. I think the 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 lesson here, whether you decide to keep dating this person or not, which as now said is completely your choice and you don't I don't think there is a wrong answer here. If you can look past it and realize that he was trying to be honest and own up to a mistake he made, which let's be real, we're all humans, we're going to do it. This one was particularly nasty, but you know, if if he's being genuine, you believe it, there's no harm in following through with it. But I don't think anyone would fault you for being like, hey, fuck you, dude. That's a terrible thing to do. I'm out. Mm-hmm. The best part is clearly you're just such an amazing person that you don't need this fucker. The next person you talk to is going to be like, damn, this person's incredible, too. So what I think you should take away from this is that, like, stop telling yourself that you're not attractive. You know what I mean? Like, or, or stop trying to say that, like, you're like you're subpar or mediocre or whatever, because that's clearly not true. And, and like, I understand that there is a, a precedent of people being like, you're not that good looking, but you're awesome. You're a cool person. You're just not that good looking. Don't look at it as like two different facets of things. Like you got to sort of marry the two ideas of being like, you're awesome. People like you. People like being around you and people are attracted to you. It Like regardless of whether it's an initial physical attraction or not, doesn't really mean anything if people are attracted to you. If that makes sense. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It also kind of just makes me sad though. Like you're being told two things. I'm like, hey, I fucking get it. You're fixating on the bad one. You know what I mean? Yes. It's like people are like, oh, you know, initially you seemed unapproachable, but then I got to know you and you're fucking awesome. And it's like one of those things is like a shallow aside and you're fully focused on that. And the other thing is the reality. And it's very massively positive because committing to a friendship or any kind of relationship with someone takes far more than just looking at someone being like, you know, I'd touch them. Yeah. You know, so it's like you have the important shit. So like maybe... I know it obviously easier said than done, but like focus on that. You're awesome. Don't let your personality suffer at, suffer at the expense of what you think people are perceiving you as a physical person. 
You know, if I'm trying to like really hammer home that like they're not, it's not like there are two attractive ratings of being like, oh well, I'm a six on the the physical attractive, mm-hmm. and I'm a ten on the personality. It's like no, that's not how it works. And and like I understand that there are sort of those initial, especially on things like Tinder, where you know physical first impressions are more or less the whole thing. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, that's not really how the world works. And online dating doesn't work for everyone. That's no. fine. Do you know what I mean? Like if you if you shine when you talk to someone, go out and meet people out in the real world. It doesn't matter. But either way, don't let this drag you down. I hope make the choice that you want to make and don't like if you don't want to date this guy anymore, don't worry about being like I might never find someone like him again. Fuck that shit. If you don't want to date him, don't date him. Don't don't compromise because you're worried that like this is your only chance. And the thing is, if you don't want to date him, then you don't want to find somebody else like him. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like there, you, you can't have it both ways. You can't be like, yeah, I don't want to date him, but I also really like him. It's like, no, you're not dating him for a reason. That reason being that you can't deal with the shitty thing he did, you know, or you don't want to deal with. Or, you know, sorry, these sound like very you probably, but you know what I mean? Like what he did was shit too shitty for you, which is again, more than fair. So like if, if you're breaking up with them, break up with them. You don't want to be with a person like that. And if you can get past it, which again, it's valid depending on how you feel about the situation. I do feel like you have to try to get over it fully and not bring it up. You know what I mean? Don't let it be. I, I, I take out most of the, the wound, but leave some splinters in there that are going to be brought up and like fester and rot, which again, easier said than done. But it's like, if you're going to get over it, I think you need to get over it. And if you're not going to get over it, you need to get out. You know, I don't think you should gray area this. Yes, I, I think we like we've given this advice before on other things where someone has revealed something or whatever, where it's like, if you're going to accept it, mm-hmm. then it's you don't get to keep that in your back pocket as a get a deal free card or a this is what I'm going to use when we get into fights. It's like if you accept that this has happened and you forgive him, then it is done. You bury it. You walk away from it. It's not a, oh, next time, you know, he didn't do the dishes. You're like, wow, you didn't do the dishes. This is just like that time that you, you know, didn't went on your first date with me. Like that's that's not how these things work because that's going to go so bad so quickly. So if you do want to keep dating him, you do need to make sure that you're ready to put this to bed and not drag it around with you for the rest of your relationship Mm -hmm. which of course easier said than done but you're awesome so i believe in you it was really hard not to make a lot of rom-com jokes during that (laughs) uh this comes from shameless shane 85 i a 28 year old female feel betrayed by my husband a 36 year old male after a threesome it's always been a fantasy of mine to have a male female female threesome after a few conversations with my husband he agreed it was time to start looking for a third we found an amazing woman we'll call her amy I set my ground rules that no one has to be excluded and or no one was to be excluded and there was no coming inside of Amy. We've met up with her before and all had a great time. Last night was our third time hooking up with Amy. I felt excluded for the majority of the evening. I was the third wheel. He fucked me three times last night and he fucked her six times and he came inside of her. I feel betrayed. I kept my cool at the time because I didn't want Amy to be uncomfortable. As soon as she left, I let my my husband have it. He said that he'd forgotten that it was one of my rules and that he just came and couldn't stop or pull out. My argument was that he never accidentally came inside me and that I felt that I was excluded. I have videos and you can clearly see me trying to get involved and was just being ignored. I don't know why I'm writing this. I'm not sure if I'm venting or looking for advice. Am I overreacting? 
Well, let's be fair. It's bullshit that he forgot. And it's bullshit that he just had to come. Yeah, I mean, like, He's unless grown she ass was... Man. Unless she was, like, you know, wrapped her impossible tentacles around him and wasn't letting him leave mm-hmm. out of the sheer power of her physical strength. Unless he got Bridgertoned. <laughs> yeah. But it doesn't sound like that has happened. No. And what the fuck is the point of having... Like, if you go to make rules, you don't get to then claim, oh, I forgot, because then what's the fuck in making the rules? Like, then it means you don't care enough about the rules, which is not a better problem, you know? Yeah. It's like, it's such a shitty excuse to be like, oopsies. It's like, no, you... Even if that's true, that's a shit thing. Because these are like these are casual rules. This is your relationship at stake, right? It's not a, a, an excuse to be because, like, no matter what reason you forgot about them, you know what I mean? Like, because it, it just proves her point of being like, one, either he doesn't care about the rules and never mm-hmm. did. Two, he was so focused on Amy mm-hmm. that he, you know, didn't think about his wife, which was excluding her, mm-hmm. or he knew about them and didn't care. And none of these are good. Yeah. So like th- those, that argument from this dude, not going to cut it, unfortunately, nope. sir. Not at all, sir. Also, it's like maybe make a safe word for when you're feeling excluded. Yeah. Yes. That That's a great idea. And the idea of like, he fucked her six times and he fucked me three times. Like I don't, I've had a few threesomes and I wouldn't, like during that time, I don't know if I would be able to quantify how many times I fucked. Yeah, one, one person or the like other. It's one of those things where it's like it's hard to quantify being left out because like you feel it more than you are it, right? Mm-hmm. Like you could be happy sitting back and watching someone fuck and like either catching your breath or enjoying the spectacle or you know touching yourself or mm-hmm. you know doing dirty talk or whatever if that's what you're into. Or, you know, they could be fingering you while fucking someone else and you feel left out because you're not getting fucked. You know, it it is very hard to quantify, which is why it's a tricky rule, which is why I think a word to determine, you know, to like say that you are feeling left out without, you know, stopping everything and grinding it to a halt and blah, 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 is, I think, a good idea. I will also say that there is there needs to be some leeway of like, like, I'd love to know what she means by being excluded because like. There's a limit to what you can do at one time. You really do only have one dick. So Mm -hmm. someone is always going to be getting fucked and someone will not be getting fucked. Yeah. Like that's just six to three. Yes. I'd also love to know, like, does that mean like separate insertions? Nine times. It's like, that's insane. And like, when did he come inside Amy? Because if it was round nine, hey, guess what? You got eight loads. (laughs) Well, not even that. It's just like, if you, you know, if you didn't finish inside of her until nine, it's like. There's nothing left. Yeah. How did you even tell? He did not come inside Amy. No. (laughs) There's some sad dust. Yeah. Um, And that's the thing. It's like, I'm assuming it was like they swapped partners. Like, you know, because it can't have been nine times. I'm I'm assuming. It doesn't make any sense because it would have to be like a a one-to-one ratio. Mm -hmm. Well, if he started... With eight, like you could maybe have four and three, or if he started with Amy, wife, Amy, wife, Amy. That's what I mean. But like, where'd the other two come from? Did they all like stop, have a Lucas aid, and then he went back, start fucking Amy, and then they stopped again, and the wife was like, eh, Excuse me. And then he's like, Wait, Hold on. And then he just came in Amy. 
Because in yeah. that case, that's pretty terrible. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know how all that shakes out. So I don't know. I, I think relationships and threesomes are so tricky because the, like if you haven't, ha- especially if you haven't had them before, you don't really know. I, I'm sure everyone kind of has their own idea of what a threesome is going to look like or how mm-hmm. it's going to play out. And there are things that you're definitely not going to think about prior to. I think the rules that she set up here are completely fine and and I think are good rules of being like, hey, here are the things I'm not comfortable with and here are the things I'm expecting. Great. The thing is, one of them is very actionable and yes. he threw that out the window. So good job, you dumbass. The other one, like there would be more gray area if it was just the other one, right? Because yes. like without a way to kind of like communicate that, it's highly possible he didn't realize, right? You know, because again, Feeling it and being it are very different things, especially to other people, you know, etc. And also, like, the, the flow of time greatly alters during sex. Mm-hmm. So what you think is just, like, a couple minutes or a couple seconds of fucking Amy could be a lot longer for the person who's not being fucked or fucking being fucked. Amy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so it's so like, I, th- I think I'm- what you said, the, the fucking, like, safe word of being able to, like, you know, just... Get on his back and or like wrap yourself around him and just whisper something in his ear to let him know that you need a little attention. Either it's like bone me, papa, (laughs) papa, Papa. Um, (laughs) we've gotten into dimension 20. I'm sorry. Um, (laughs) Even if it just means a a change in position so that you can get in front of her and she can go down on you or Mm -hmm. he leans up a bit more so you can like play with her boobs like just something as, as simple as that to get you back in the action. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think is a great idea. Yeah, and like this doesn't even have to like slow things down. He could just be like, "What do you want?" You know what I mean? Like, what? Like, where do you want to be? Where do you want her? Where do you want me? Like, those yeah. are all sexy things to hear. You know, where do you want me? Boom, yeah. hot. You know what I mean? You don't have to be like, "Oh, what now?" <laughs> Damn it, woman! Can't you see a fucking Amy? <laughs> I'm trying to come and Amy. And the thing is, I would have more sympathy for the gray area if it wasn't for the fact that he completely disregarded the one very clear rule. And that's not okay. So you guys need to stop having threesomes until you sort this out, which I'm going to assume he will not be okay with. And just like hash it out. Get that. Like explain why you felt the way you felt and like what it was that made you feel that way. Talk about how rules are fucking important and non-negotiable. Because the thing is, like, I don't know if you, like, clued Amy in on that clue, which, or that, not that clue, that rule, which, like, I would imagine is probably a good practice. But, like, if that's the case, that's really fucked up to disregard her in this as well. So I think that's, I think now that you have a consistent partner and a third that you have sort of latched onto, you've done this three times with her. Yeah, she needs to be involved in the rules process. Mm -hmm. This isn't like she's now an active participant in your relationship, even if it is just a sexual, uh, you know, aspect of it. But like she now plays a role in your guy's relationship and she needs to be invited into the discussions based on the realm that she's a part of. Mm -hmm. So I think I think you definitely one need to have a private conversation with your husband, discuss your the feelings of betrayal and, and make sure he understands why you feel that way. And, you know how to broach it in the future, come up with some solutions. And then I think you guys need to sort of renegotiate the terms of threesome activities with your partner Mm -hmm. so that we like, because one, 
it's great that you guys are getting satisfied, but maybe Amy wants something out of this. Maybe True. Amy yeah. wants something different. Maybe Amy has certain levels of comfort that she's not like, maybe there's something else that Amy wants out of this. And if you're going to make it a recurring thing with her, now's the time to bring her into the fold and make sure that she's also getting the same amount of pleasure out of it than you are because it sucks mm-hmm. to sort of just be like, you know, even though it could be really fun, but to just sort of have your Need desires. Disregarded. Yeah. Disregarded for the sake of, you know, this married couple mm-hmm. who are essentially using you as a potentially Toy. like fetish mm-hmm. object. Yeah. Yeah. No, I would say like, and I don't want this to preclude what Dane said, but like that your relationship is more important than her. You know what I mean? Like I think by all means, like 100%, need to take her needs and her well-being and her everything into account when you guys are fucking. But at the same time, your relationship comes first. Yeah. And it should come first. I also just like, I'm confused by this coming inside of Amy thing because I'm sure at some point you guys must have talked to Amy about boundaries. That's like, and if Amy was like, and that kind of stuff. Yeah. And if Amy's like, yeah, I'm cool with you coming in me. That was the time to be like, oh, okay, no, like that's one of the things we're not going to do. At which point Amy's clued in. So it seems really strange to have had that conversation and to have not done that. And if you have, it's double fucked up that your husband did this. You know what I mean? That's yeah, the bit it, that's kind of thrown me for a little I, And like, I don't know if it's far more common, but like in my sexual experiences, I would never do that without running it past someone. No, and 100%. I have, I have literally never done that in my entire, you know, 33 years of life. And however many people I've had sex with, I have never finish inside someone without a condom i have but yeah um we've talked about it yeah and it's it's not like it's something i'm very very uncomfortable with because in my mind that is there is one reason to do that and one reason only um it's pure pleasure (laughs) and it is asserting dominance no yeah it, it seems very strange that like if amy wasn't you know brought into the fold of being like i'm just gonna come inside you that's fucking crazy to me Mm-hmm. And alternatively, the other option is he was like, I'm going to come. And she was like, yeah, do it inside of me. Yeah. And, and you it, stood there and did nothing, <laughs> which yeah. is super or, awkward. Yeah. But I mean, like, what else can you do other than being like slow motion, you know, no. taking, yeah, taking a bullet for the president, diving to push him out? Like, yeah. there's it's so fucked. So there definitely needs to be, again, private conversation with your husband. Sort it out. If you can't sort it out, threesome time is done. Until you guys do get it sorted out. You have two big things to to talk about as well. And that's like, one, the fact that he cannot ignore rules. Like that is, like that is a big issue in and of itself. The rules are set in stone and you cannot just disregard them for no fucking reason and then make baby excuses. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like that is a huge issue and you need to almost hash them out separately for risk of just like, you know, glossing over one or the other. Because the other one is... Again, as I said, more of a gray area where it's like you need to explain why you felt what you felt and when you felt it and what you want done to fix it. And I guess he needs to explain where he's coming from as well. And like hopefully you guys meet in the middle or meet somewhere good Um, because it's more of a discussion, I think, than the rules thing, which isn't a discussion, which is uh, what the fuck are you doing? We made these rules for a reason. You need to respect them or nothing like there there's no negotiating yeah um but yeah you guys need to go back to the drawing board a little bit all right hit me um this is by worried complex from seduction Mm. a random girl slept on my shoulder in bus what should i do (laughs) nothing let her fucking sleep Uh, it's the curious thing today i was traveling to give my exams and a random girl slept on my shoulder i didn't have guts to ask her number what should i do when situation like this happens again and what should i do when i met this girl again nothing 
Leave her the fuck alone. But Dane, I don't know if you heard, she slept on his shoulder in bus. <laughs> I used to see the same dude on the go bus back when I was commuting like two and a half hours, but like one way mm-hmm. in college before I moved into residence. And there was a day that uh, we had to sit beside each other. And he was like, he was like an older Asian dude. And like, usually he would always be like on his Blackberry or like doing something on his laptop, always working. But the one day he just like, I don't know, hard day at the office, just fucking conked out and fell asleep. Like, on my shoulder. That's adorable. And it, Did it, you ask for his number? It's literally the cutest thing ever. And But when he woke up, he was like, oh, I'm so sorry. I was like, honestly, my dude, I get it. I'm fucking zonked too. And then like a couple months later, we had to sit beside each other again. And he was like, I promise I'm not going to fall asleep by this time. I was like, yeah, don't worry about it. But did he? 15 seconds or 15 minutes later, we were falling asleep on each other. So we literally woke up like head to head. You know what I mean? Like his mm-hmm. head was on my shoulder and I was like on his head. <laughs> and it just kind of like became, I mean, I don't think it ever happened again. I, I think it was just that kind of thing. But I think he very like willingly chose to never sit beside me again out of fear that I was just his like cuddle buddy. Yeah. His power. I kind of love sleep. this. I know. And, and like, very sweet. It's sweet. It's pure. And like, that's, that's what you got to leave it. Just well, be this, just be this safe shoulder for this woman to sleep on. Yeah. Don't do anything. You're Firstly, not going to lose out on anything. Let's be fair. Someone's sleeping on your shoulder. You know, that's an indication of. They're so tired that they aren't able to not do that. Yeah. You know what I mean? No one's like, oh, shit, yeah, he looks like he's got good shoulders. Or like, <laughs> hey, this is my one gambit into this stranger's heart. I won't ask him anything. I won't look at him, flirt with him, nothing. I'm just going to fall asleep on him. I'm just going to be unconscious around him. Yeah. Guys no, like that, right? That's not a thing at all. The only thing you could do is be chill about it. And hey, maybe take a Dane leaf out of a Dane book and fall asleep back on her. Yeah. And then the ball's in her court. Then she'll be like, hey, a guy fell asleep on me while I was sleeping. Does this mean he likes me? And like, I'm not going to say that there isn't a, a chance to strike up a conversation. Of course there is. There's a playful moment to like have a conversation. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to tell you to be like, you know, don't say anything to wherever, leave her alone. But like, mm-hmm. you know, if she wakes up and she's embarrassed, reassure strike up a conversation be normal that's the thing for me it would be my goal to make sure they don't feel terribly embarrassed about this when they wake up because like i will put myself in their shoes i would wake up and be like oh god (laughs) and like for me that would be the be all and end all of my social interaction there is to make sure they don't feel like a shitty person or a terrible person afterwards and like fuck it if that happens i feel like they're gonna feel pretty positively towards you and if they like you Maybe they'll be like, maybe you can go from there. Who knows? But the point of the interaction is to be a good person there. Yeah. If they fuck off, who cares? You know what I mean? Like that, that should be your aim. It doesn't always have to be about you. It's like you're helping this person who's clearly tired, not feel bad about the thing they kind of embarrassingly did. And it's like, if it goes from there, sure. But like, if it doesn't go from there, don't be fucking weird. Cause you know, what's worse than accidentally falling asleep on a stranger's shoulder, waking up and having them like, Hey, you want fuck? Yeah, can I get your number? Yeah, like I mean, what? You're you slept on my shoulder, and I, I thought about touching you. <laughs> Great, cool. That I'm is so kind glad. Of a subtext, isn't it? Yeah. While you were asleep, I thought about all the things I'd like to do to you. Yeah. While you were touching me and unconscious, I thought about touching you when you were conscious. Yeah. Okay. It's there's really no. I mean, like I said. There's a way this could play out in your favor. Sure. If you just treat it organically and naturally and just let things happen. But 
as Nile said, that shouldn't be the goal. As mm-hmm. as we've said with a lot of things from seduction. Well, that's the thing. A lot of things, that shouldn't be the goal. Yeah, it's like just being a decent human being. If Imagine if we lived in a world where every woman felt safe enough to fall asleep on the man next to her. Mm-hmm. Like that, that's a pretty great fucking world, in my mm-hmm. opinion. And, and, and also a world where a guy felt safe falling asleep on the guy beside him. Because again, I'm touched by your story. <laughs> yeah, it's like these are... This is the world we need kindness. Mm-hmm. And and if someone needs a shoulder to fucking rest on, be that shoulder and nothing else. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Or or if you do want to like be that shoulder and friendly when yes. they wake up, be like, I, I get it. I've been there. You're tired. If you ever need a shoulder, it's here. Yeah. Make a joke. Buy a T-shirt with pillow prints on the shoulders. So when you see her next, you, you wink and you look at your shoulder and you give her the thumbs up. This thing, like, if you are gonna see her again, there's no harm in like being like, you know, I've I've, I've been working out my shoulder to give it a little extra padding. Like, but again, like, not in a weird way. Not in a weird like, way. In a way where you're clearly making a joke to make her feel less embarrassed about the situation. Yeah. And if she's like, "Do you mind?" That's fun, great. And if she's like, "Ah ha ha, thanks," and goes sit somewhere else, don't just like follow her and sit beside her and just like <laughs> slowly get your shoulder. <laughs> yeah. Um. Uh, what I do love is like, what should I do when this situation happens again? It's like, uh, no one has ever randomly fallen asleep on my shoulder. I don't think it's going to happen again, dude. So maybe don't freak out about it. Don't put that much effort into it. Yeah. Just let her fucking sleep. You're a shoulder man now. That's fine. Mm-hmm. This is this is the role you play in her life. And that's, that's all right. Just be fucking chill. Uh, speaking of chill. Oh God! If an orgasm is a ten out of ten in terms of how good it feels, how good does sex feel without the orgasm? <laughs> what? I'm a virgin. I'm trying to get an idea how good sex will feel other than climaxing. Are they a guy or a girl? Straight male, by the way. Uh, it'll feel all right, but your main your main thing is at the end, bud. That's. I was thinking about that, and I thought it was kind of interesting because I was like. Having sex feels great, of course. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, I really enjoy having sex and, and the act of having sex. But I was like, that's more fun time for me than pleasure time, if that makes sense. Yeah, like, I, that's the thing. It's it's enjoyable and it's good. But it's like you're not strictly like, oh, there's an incredible sensation in my penis, you know? Yeah, it's kind of like, I don't know, like if you really enjoy cooking, it's, it's the part where you're actually cooking. And the orgasm is when you finally get to eat it. Mm hmm. You know what I mean? If, if that makes sense. Well, I don't really want to. 100%, create, like when I cook, I, my like, orgasms I, with eating it. I like you. Okay. Or not you. I'm sorry. So, you know, people do it. It's cool. Yeah. Um, when I cook, I really like the process. It's like, you know, therapeutic and like, it's whatever. And, you know, yeah. you do it all. But when I eat, mm, yeah, that's why, yeah. that's why I do it. I don't, I don't fucking do it for the other shit. I do it right? to get sweet feeling in my life. However, I think if you were a girl, this question would be different because one, you would feel better during the act. And two, most guys won't be able to make you come. Yeah. I didn't want to speak on the ladies half because I, I don't have, we can make broad statements, but like, yeah, I don't. I'm not going to go into it. I'm like, well, first my clit starts to sing. <laughs> then my uh, inner goddess twirls. The yoni. <laughs> my um, yoni awakens. But yeah, I was, it was funny because I never really thought about it. It's like, well, sex always feels good from beginning to end you know what i mean Mm -hmm. i really enjoy it but it's like i really do it's kind of the like sex is fun time for me i really like having sex it's it's Mm -hmm. it's an enjoyable activity also i think there's probably a word um i could use but like 
seeing your partner get pleasure gives you pleasure. You know what I mean? Yes, and like, yes, yes. It's in a very different way to physical pleasure, but it's like fucking incredible. You That's, know what I mean? Like there's something so great about like being the person who can please your partner so well. That you know? I think is is what I enjoy about it is mm-hmm. there's like a mental pleasure of knowing that you're doing a good job, like something for them. Mm-hmm. It's also just fun. It's like a collaborative like, you know, and like depending on what you're doing, it could be like really like intense and like hot and erotic and like frantic or it can be like really fun and funny. You know, it could be like it could be so many different things. You know what I mean? Once you're doing it in a good way. Um, and of course, it still does feel good. But like. Yeah. You know. you know what? I'm thinking about it right now. I think I I think I fuck for the fucking and not for the coming. Yeah, of course. It's like you could have a wank if you want to just come. And let's be fair. You say an orgasm is 10 out of 10. Not all orgasms are the same. Yeah. But hey, hey, let's. I have a question that we can circle back to. I guess actually we might not have enough time. Okay. This is a well, fair. Do you want me to hit you with a question? Yeah, yeah. Hit me with This is by Mage Boy. My 26-year-old male partner, 24-year-old female, is inviting the guy I shouldn't worry about to a long-term tabletop campaign. Uh, my partner of three years started a new job this year and made a new friend, and it's made me uncomfortable. Let me preface by saying it's fine for my significant other to have friends of the opposite sex, but she has only had same-sex friends for as long as I've known her. So this situation is new to us. She wasn't this friendly with me when we were just friends, as well as any new friends she's made in the span of our relationship haven't made it this far. Here are notable events from my perspective. During training, she told me some dude liked her outfit, and after that, they've been Snapchatting daily outside of work, like a lot, like wake up in the morning, text him till bedtime. Moreover, she would talk about him a lot and say things like, he really likes this or that about me. She mentioned they already had a conversation that they were only to be friends and nothing romantic would ensue, which also seems worrisome. I told her the relationship bothers me, and she said, it's not like that. He reminds me of my sister, and her sister is her best friend, so that wasn't exactly comforting. Though after this conversation, communication outside of work seems to have died down. Then, she invited him over for a one-shot, and they were both dressed up for the occasion, and when I complimented his outfit, he said, my sister said I should actually try instead of just wearing sweats all the time, which to me sounds like he's trying to make a big impression. Lately, she's just been trying to get a campaign together, and she's been working really hard, and I've been excited to play. She wants at least four people, and our party was set until one of her friends dropped out. Take a wild guess who the replacement is. I want some outside opinions. I don't want to be the guy that limits my partner's options and friend groups, but again, this relationship makes me really uncomfortable. I'm not sure I want to hang out with them on a weekly basis for who knows how long. Any advice? This is the wildest reasons. Like, okay, the beginning, opening, you're jealous. I think most people would probably feel that way. Mm -hmm. Of You know what I mean? Like, I get that. But then you bring it up to her. You say you're uncomfortable and she cools it. It seems like, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like she, he, a noticeable change in how much they're communicating outside of work. I think that is her listening to your insecurity, mm-hmm. your concern. And she immediately acted upon it. Mm-hmm. That sounds like a good partner. Yeah. Which, cause she didn't even need to, like, it's not like you asked her to. Yeah. It seems like she just kind of did it for your sake. Or she might have been like, okay, yeah, I could see how this might Mm -hmm. be misleading to the dude. So I'm going to cool it on that front, too, to ensure that this doesn't go sideways. Either way, she seems to have made all the right decisions, hasn't done anything wrong as far as we know. Mm -hmm. This dude shows up trying to, you know, dressing up for your one shot. That doesn't necessarily mean like he's trying to make a good impression on you as well i assume mm-hmm. because also like my sister said i should try instead of just wearing sweats that's such a like i don't know why he would say that like if he was trying to impress the girl or anybody really yeah like that seems like a very 
awkward, modest kind of statement, where it's yes. just probably true. Like he probably just his sister was like, "Hey, you finally have friends. Wear some real yeah. clothes. Please do something. Put on you know? real pants." Yeah, it doesn't such sound a like disarming- a power play. It's such a disarming statement. It's yeah, it's not a power play. It's not like, yeah, buddy, one day you could dress like me. Like, it seems like a little awkward and I love it. Yeah. And then you're like, oh, I don't want to see this dude on on a weekly. It's like if you're worried that something is going to transpire, like one, you shouldn't be worried about that. She's giving you no indication that that is Mm going to go that way. But now you get a chance to get to know this dude, become friends with him Mm -hmm. and like disarm any sort of romantic tension he might have with her. A hundred percent. Like if he is actually like slowly lusting after her, if he gets to know you and her both individually and as a couple, and he'll have something he wouldn't want to ruin, which is this like uh D and D or Pathfinder game. Yeah. I'm not sure if people know the, the various terminology that was thrown up there, but like, you know, it's a D and D or Pathfinder game or something similar. Um, so he's not going to want to ruin that. He's going to know you. He's going to know her. He's going to know you both as a couple. Like these are all things that shut down people being attracted to people. You know what I mean? In in positive ways, right? Meanwhile, you're being a good partner to your girlfriend who seems to have made a friend and seems to want to include them and stuff, which again is really good way of shutting down her attraction for him in that like if you freak out and get jealous and start being shitty, you're just going to kill your attraction for her attraction for you. Yeah. And on top of that, it's like, if I was going to cheat on someone, I wouldn't be like, hey, let's commit to seeing them once a week with my partner. Yeah, let's hang out like for four or five hours a week in front of the dude that we're trying to keep this a secret. For weeks, if not years. Yeah. I mean, we've been, our our campaign has been going for, what, five years? Yeah. Pretty sure it was five years. Yeah. It's like, no, this is not a smart thing that people would do. Also, like to your point, I when I we were open and I was dating uh, a poly uh, woman, uh, she was like, you are not meeting my boyfriend because everyone who meets him (laughs) don't like no longer wants to fuck me. So sorry, but you're not meeting him (laughs) Um, specifically. And it was like because he's a real cool dude. And like I understood. Thankfully, I was in a mindset where I can compartmentalize and realize that, like, that's fine. Um so when I finally did meet him, I was still, you know, very much attracted to her. Uh, <laughs> but regardless, I, there are things that like this puts up no red flags from her end. Mm-hmm. I'm going to give you the things that you need to watch out for for yourself. That is, don't be shitty at this game. You know what I mean? Don't try to f- see. It sounds like she might be oh, the GM like in game revenge. Yeah. Or, you know, like trying to find reasons why he can't do certain things or like Mm -hmm. rules lawyering him or every chance you get, like you're always being super lovey and cutie and kissy with her. Like Mm -hmm. be relaxed, be yourself. Try to see this dude as a potential new friend Mm -hmm. as opposed to a like rival or a threat to your masculinity or your relationship. It's stupid to do that. I think we've, we've all, we definitely have said it. There's nothing wrong with being jealous. We all do it. We all will do it at some point. It's a very natural thing. But what you need to do is not act on that jealousy and realize where it's coming from. From this, it seems like a lot of it is coming from you. You say you're cool with her having friends the opposite sex, yet she doesn't have any, and this is the first one she's had, and you're freaking out. Yeah. You know, so it's like, cool, you can say it all you want, but actions speak louder than words. You know, you don't have any reasons to not trust her. And if you don't trust her, don't date her. So you do trust her. So trust her. 
You know what I mean? Like become friends with this guy. Let him in your friend group. It, it, maybe he needs friends. You know what I mean? Yeah. You guys, I'm sure, can always do another one. It it just it seems like this could be such a positive thing, and it seems like you're looking at it in such a negative way. So don't I, be be that guy. Don't fall into that trap because you're going to poison your own relationship out of fear of somebody else. Yeah, you can also. I I think this is here's what I would do to be honest. I would uh, let her know, and, and you already have kind of let her know that you're uncomfortable with this dude a little bit. I think that's fine, and I think that was the right thing to do. I think you could be like, hey, just so you know, it's like I you know I still have that like you know in my stomach gurgly feeling about this guy, um, but I want him to join the campaign. He's your friend and I want to be his friend too. While we're playing together, you know, please let me know if I'm acting weird so Mm. that I can correct it because you might be doing things that you might not think about or might not clock yourself. But like after the first session, be like, Hey, was I being weird? Because I do want to make sure that this guy stays in our group and Mm -hmm. that you guys can still be friends. And I don't want to be weird about this and let her help you, you know, point out any flaws before it becomes a big fucking issue where, you know, she doesn't want to throw the game. She doesn't want to upset you. She doesn't want to lose her friend. Mm-hmm. But opening the door to let her sort of like be like, yeah, you were kind of being a dick to him here yep. and here. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that like, gives you a position to, you know, learn. Then she'll know as well where you're coming from. So that one, you know, if you're like blow up because of something they did, it's not going to come out of nowhere. But two, it's like if you're being weird, like Dane said, you guys don't have to have this awkward conversation. You can straight up just be like, I'm sorry. I let Chelsea get the best of me. And like, you can work on it together. Like that's the positive thing. This doesn't have to be a hidden, dark, festering secret. You can be open. Just be like, uh, there's something about, I'm just like a little jealous. I'm trying to get over it and I will do my best. And like, you know, just be open, be honest, communicate and like make a friend, dude. Yeah. Make a real cool friend. Also, you will never turn. Like once this man is in your fucking adventuring party, he's there for life. Mm-hmm. No one is going to risk fucking that up. Yeah, save his life in game and just, you know, <laughs> make your characters best friends. Make your character a sexy, romantic Ooh, interest. Fuck or... him in game to assert dominance. Right, yeah. Or let him fuck you. Mm. Make him, make you the new love object. Yeah, Snapchat him from day to night. <laughs> uh, yeah, you got this. It's fine. One day soon, you can be the guy his sister tells him to put on good clothes for. <laughs> Also, what is threatening about being like, oh, that guy, yeah, he's like my sister. Yeah. Don't don't be weird. Don't be weird. At the end of the episode, we like to uh, peruse online dating and get some profiles so that we can uh, peruse them, comb them for red flags, and uh, point out what works and what doesn't work in an effort to make your online dating experience a little more enjoyable. Well, I have a question on Tinder from Seduction that is help with Tinder bio. So let's start with that. How's my Tinder sound? I don't want to come off as a guy looking for serious relationship right away, but neither the super horny guy looking for only sex. I want to come off as a chill dude who likes to hang with nice people who like to have fun and see where it goes, also with no expectations. First part is about myself. Second one is who I'm looking for. And here we go. Assertive yet still charming. Spontaneous. If you are a cool and positive girl with sense of humor, then we probably get along. Does it, sound, does it sound like I ask too much and could scare young girls off and that's why they don't reply to my opener? It seems like not having a bio at all works better than having one. What's your experience? It's uh, it's not a good bio. It's absolutely garbage. I mean, like, I wouldn't say it's garbage. It's just, it's so bland. Like, there's it's the same as literally every other person's. Well, it's, I'm saying it's garbage because it's bland. Like, it's yeah. not offensive. You know what I mean? Like, it's probably a four. You know what I mean? But, like, I know nothing about this person. 
calling yourself charming, you don't really get the points for calling yourself other things. You know what I mean? It's like you say you're funny, you say you're hot, you say you're these things. It's like, no, that's for other people to decide, right? Yeah, I want to see if when I look at a I, unless your thing like I just opened up Tinder and the first profile was a woman named Jaden and her pro, like her Tinder profile was I'm burdened by glorious purpose. Love it. I was, that's great. You've you've told me nothing other than that you've watched at least the first episode of the Loki TV show. Mm-hmm. Um, also, it's just kind of funny. It's like that. That's the only way you can get away with not putting shit about yourself in. Yeah, but it's also like that's a great opener. Because chances are, if you know what it's from, you're going to make another reference. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You could, you could take the conversation and run with that. Saying I'm a charming guy and I'm looking for a cool girl yeah, <laughs> doesn't like... mean shit. Mm-hmm. So I would put more stuff about yourself in here. You know what I mean? Like, what do you like? That, yeah, like, there's, th- there's a no... very simple way to do it. What do you like? Boom. There's, put them in there. There's what do you no want to like, do? talk about hobbies, mm-hmm. pastimes, interests music like nothing other than like what person is gonna be like i'm not charmed well i mean we've had people <laughs> say they're garbage i'm people. a maniac i'm a violent maniac and i will hate you but yeah it's it just i mean it's all advice we've given a thousand times to people mm-hmm. it's like you need to give more and it's like don't worry well, I about also fucking- think, like if you say what you would like to do with people i think that's more demonstrative than being like i want someone cool and positive you know what I mean? If you're like, oh, I'd love to go bowling, hit up a brewery, and maybe hike on the weekends. Like, if those are things you like to do, people that see them will either be like, oh, hiking, fuck no, or be like, oh, this sounds great. And yeah. that's actually something you can kind of like engage with as opposed to being like, hey, I am cool. <laughs> this is AMA, which I assume is AMA and not ask me anything. If you have one picture on here, swipe left. Lol, I'll never bother. X emoji, like canceled emoji. I just love having a good time. I love drinking wine. I love gifts, all capitals. And to be spoiled, a shit ton of emojis. I love going out to eat, a few emojis. A genuine kind person knows how to handle money. Good at investing and can teach me a few things. So I can grow and build with the right person financially. Treat me and I am yours, all capital letters, a few emojis. I love love. And I am a people's person. I love makeup and also work with my clients. Vaccinated two out of two. And then a rainbow and ladies. So I assume they're bi. That's... I feel like we've always been like, you got to give more. That <laughs> felt like too much. This is, yeah, it, it was painful to read. Um, this is an exception also, to the rule. We're back on the fucking investment thing, huh? Yeah, Tinder is just about financial advice these days. I'm mostly on gay Tinder for whatever reason. They don't show me a whole lot of ladies. <laughs> Dudes don't give a shit about finances. They don't care. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, it's just, it was like, it's too manic. There's too much happening. Condense it. Yeah, it does. It's not even like laid out well either. It's a fucking jumble. I'm I'm giving it a four because like yeah, I don't think there's some anything stuff. in there. I don't really love that they're like I love gifts all in capital letters. You know what I mean? I love to be spoiled. You gotta teach me investing and like help me grow financially. That's a weird thing. You know what I mean? Treat me and I'm yours. These are all very like gold diggery terms, and I don't really love it. So it's a it's a four. Yeah, sure. I'll give it four. Yeah, at least they're giving stuff, even if it's too much. But between the too muchness and the, like, money grubbery, it's not my favorite. Yeah. This is Luna. No sex, no love, just friends. I have an amazing brain. Only English speaker, please. I mean, uh, it's cool, but, like, you're on a dating platform. 
they're like Bumble has an option to look for friends. Mm -hmm. So I don't understand why people go on to dating platforms, specifically Tinder that has the reputation. I mean, like not so much anymore, but like uh, back in the day, Tinder was known as like the hookup app. Yeah. So to go onto like that platform and then be like, I don't want to have sex uh, or romance or date. I just want friends is strange when there are platforms available for specifically that. Yeah. Also, like if you want to make friends, it's the same as dating. You got to give me more than I have an amazing brain. Like, what the fuck is that? Like, what does that mean? You're super smart. You're so smart. You have to tell me and that's it. Like, that's a batshit thing to lead with and to only have as well as the weird only English speakers, please. Yeah. So I'm going to give it, I'm gonna give it a one because you shouldn't be on this platform. Yeah, it's a one. Uh, no, this is Amanda. Wedding Whoa. and wedding. Yeah. <laughs> hey, wedding and boudoir photographer. Nanny. Love to travel. Go on adventures, chase sunsets. I have four cats. Yep, you read that right. And I'm also a crazy plant lady. I have three bunnies. Welcome to the fuzzy family. And don't sweat. Oh, God. I just super liked her. <laughs> uh, it was something along the lines of, like, don't swipe right if you think the vaccine is bullshit. We need to get this done. Okay, well, we do need to get it done. The vaccine ain't bullshit. I love cute animals, and I like... Oh, sorry, sorry, I just got it. Don't swipe right if you believe in this vaccine bullshit. Uh, but seriously... Well, yeah. Like, do her pets have shots? Because if not, she's a terrible pet owner. Wait, do I know this person? Oh, dear. No, I don't. I don't, I don't, I don't. Uh, well, it's just shot to a minus 10. Yeah. It was almost good. I was going to yep. give it like a seven or an eight. Uh, you ready for Yulia? Yeah. Born in the Soviet Union. Grew up during the collapse and aftermath of non-achievable communism. Currently living with a roommate, Tato, short for potato, who is a one-year-old hamster going through a midlife crisis. <laughs> On Sundays, especially if it rains, I like to nap, rewatch Ghibli movies, and old Soviet cartoons and have snacks. Always think about my next meal. I enjoy cooking and sharing food, but don't really like baking. I love it. Right? Yeah, I'm going to give that a ten. Yeah, it's got personality, you know enough about them, and it's cute, it's charming. Hell yeah. Um, I really want to meet Potato. I want to fucking watch some Soviet cartoons. <laughs> I imagine those are fucking nightmarish. Yeah, that's why I want to see them. Have you ever seen any of the, I feel like I've mentioned this before, but the like like Disney uh, like propaganda film from World War II? No. Christ, they're terrible. There's literally one where it's Donald Duck. Uh, working in a Nazi like bomb factory. Oh, I think you did tell me about some of these. Though. Yeah, they're fucking crazy. I will say, and this has nothing to do with anything, but for everyone listening, if you want a good show with good LGBT rap, go watch The Owl House. It's somehow made by Disney because usually they don't have the balls to actually say things straight out, but it's very good. And if you never want to be able to look at Donald Duck ever again, <laughs> go look up this. I don't watch I, him being a Nazi bomb maker. Yeah. Uh, you want one more? Yeah, let's do one more. Uh, this is Christy. Some say I'm a mindfuck. Others say I'm crazy. It's all about perspective. I mean, I imagine they're not that different between no, those two. Neither one's good. Yeah, it's not really a perspective thing. It's just... <laughs> it's all about using different words to describe yeah, the, the same bad situation. It's just whether or not you have a thesaurus. <laughs> uh, I'm going to give it a two. Yeah, I think I'm just going to give it a one. Yeah, you know what? I'm going to give it a one, too. Thank you very much for listening, friends. That is our show. That was a very, very fast hour. It was. Could have been the speed and the fact that my heart is racing. 
<laughs> Could have been all the amphetamines we've been doing. It's true. Just huffing. If you have a question for us and you'd like to ask it to us so that we can answer it to you, um, hit us Ooh, up on was, our... It was real eloquent. Yeah, I did it. Um, you can go to our website at fbuddiespodcast.com. All of our social media is there. You can send us a message on any of those or just say hello. That's fine, too. Um, or you can use our contact uh, form on the site. You can choose your own agent name and we will keep it completely anonymous and we'll answer it as soon as possible. I also just want to state that like all the Philippines are like there are OG. There are go to ride or dies. Cambodia has been coming out of nowhere and we've been reaching a pretty high in the charts over there. So hello to all our Cambodian listeners. We've also been uh, growing in New Zealand as well. I so hello it. Kiwis. I assume that's probably the result of our good friend, Sarah. Hell yeah. Uh, so if, if you are uh, in New Zealand, hello. Yeah. We always love hearing and seeing new fans. So shoot us a message, even if it's just like, hey. Yeah. Just be like, yeah, what up? Yeah. Uh, thank you to Josh Eagle and the Harvest Seas for the song Paper Stars. Bad sex writing for me? Oh, you know. Actually, this time it's, is it even bad sex writing or is it just factual? Imagine waking up in the morning and 73 chicks have liked your selfie from yesterday. You head into work and stop at the coffee shop. A slamming 23-year-old with curly hair and a toe ring chats you up and buys your coffee. Cashier slips you her number with their seat with a note that says, I see you come in here every day and I think you're hot. You cross the street to get to your office and five girls smile big smiles, look you in the eye and say, how are you? Great morning today. You get into the elevator and glance at your phone. 32 more girls have liked your selfie. You get into the office and everyone in there is a chick. They're all happy to see you. Big smiles all around. Your coworkers comment on how good you look and come and hang out just to chat a few times throughout the day. All the while you know you can go online 15 minutes before you get off work tonight and line up a date with any girl you see in the online catalog. It's as simple as you sending them the message, hi. And two hours later, you'll be getting a steak dinner, their treat. You really don't have to interact with them. Just show up and play on your phone till the date is over. This is what it's like for women. It's nonstop, all the time, in their face. People don't want to fuck them all the time. No wonder they've inflated ego. I don't see how any human could resist wanting to monkey branch in this environment. Yikes. Yikes. So my dude's doing well, it sounds. My dude has a firm grasp on reality. <laughs> I like that, like, the, the woman with the curly hair and the toe ring. Yeah, you know what? It was so specific that I'm assuming he he is a 23 year old with curly hair and a toe ring who thinks he's slamming, who tried to chat someone up who came in to buy coffee off him and it didn't work out, and that's what sent him spiraling into this. He spent a small fortune buying women coffee. Yeah, and uh, and like any sane person, noticed that he was wearing a toe ring Mm -hmm. and ran Mm -hmm. as far and as fast as they possibly can. It's such a bizarre thing to include. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I like. Yeah, my name's Dave Miller. This this person has no idea what reality is, and I'm Mouse Pain. And we've been your fuck buddies. Bye.